December the 15th, 2023, 1 Samuel chapter 15. Blatant sin. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. You indeed are an awesome God. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ, and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just, with all things being relational. And Father God, we thank you this morning. Thank you for this opportunity that you've given me to awake before you, to arise at your feet, looking forward to hearing this day our daily word, our daily bread, knowing God that you are God and beside you there is no other. I bask in your presence this moment and give you all honor and give you all praise, yielding to the Holy Spirit. Have your way. Be glorified on today. In Jesus' precious name. And family, I thank you. Indeed, I thank you for another opportunity you give me to, to be in the presence of you with the Lord our God, sharing the intimate moment. I know that indeed it's personal to you and I do not take it lightly. I consider it an honor and a privilege. And as we are continuing in the first book of Samuel, this chapter for me has, it has some interesting wording which, which led me to dig deeper than I would normally. This is why I implore you family to study the word of God, become a student of the word. Not because I'm asking you, but because the Bible commands us to. The scripture says, study to show thyself approved unto God a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. In our last two chapters, we have several battles going on where Saul, the God-appointed king, has shown himself to be impulsive, indecisive, misplaced emotions, and disobedient. We find that it is the disobedience to the commandment of God that leads God to declare, and I quote, but now your kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought out a man after his own heart, and the Lord has commanded him to be prince over his people because you have not kept what the Lord commanded you. Let us go into this chapter and see how the Lord reveals himself to each character and ultimately how it applies to us. Holy Spirit, lead us, guide us, and direct us into all truth. 1 Samuel chapter 15, Blatant Sin. And Samuel said to Saul, The Lord sent me to anoint you king over his people Israel. Now therefore listen to the words of the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, I have noted what Amalek did to Israel in opposing them on the way when they came up out of Egypt. Now go and strike Amalek and devote to destruction all that they have. Do not spare them, but kill both man and woman, child and infant, ox and sheep, camel and donkey. So Saul summoned the people and numbered them in Teliam, 200,000 men on foot and 10,000 men of Judah. And Saul came to the city of Amalek and lay in wait in the valley. Then Saul said to the Kenites, Go, depart, go down from among the Amalekites, lest I destroy you with them. For you showed kindness to all the people of Israel when they came up out of Egypt. 
So the Kenites departed from among the Amalekites, and Saul defeated the Amalekites from Havilah as far as Shur, which is east of Egypt. And he took Agag, the king of the Amalekites, alive and devoted to destruction all the people with the edge of the sword. But Saul and the people spared Agag and the best of the sheep and of the oxen and of the fattened calves and of the lambs and all that was good and would not utterly destroy them. All that was despised and worthless they devoted to destruction. The word of the Lord came to Samuel, I regret that I have made Saul king, for he has turned back from following me and has not performed my commandments. And Samuel was angry, and he cried to the Lord all night. And Samuel rose early to meet Saul in the morning. And it was told Samuel, Saul came to Carmel, and behold, he set up a monument for himself, and turned and passed on and went down to Gilgal. And Samuel came to Saul, and Saul said to him, Blessed be to you to the Lord. I have performed the commandment of the Lord. And Samuel said, What then is this bleeding of the sheep in my ears, and the lowing of the oxen that I hear? Saul said, They have brought them from the Amalekites, for the people spared the best of the sheep and of the oxen to sacrifice to the Lord your God, and the rest we have devoted to destruction. Then Samuel said to Saul, Stop! I will tell you what the Lord said to me this night. And he said to him, Speak. And Samuel said, Though you are little in your own eyes, are you not the head of the tribes of Israel? The Lord anointed you king over Israel, and the Lord sent you on a mission. And he said, Go devote to destruction the sinners, the Amalekites, and fight against them until they are consumed. Why then did you not obey the voice of the Lord? Why did you pounce on the spoil and do what was evil in the sight of the Lord? And Saul said to Samuel, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord. I have gone on the mission on which the Lord sent me. I have brought Agag, the king of Amalek, of Amalek, and I have devoted the Amalekites to destruction. But the people took the spoil, sheep and oxen, the best of the things devoted to destruction, to sacrifice to the Lord your God in Gilgal. And Samuel said, Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to listen than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of divination, and presumption is as iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected you from being king. Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned, for I have transgressed the commandment of the Lord and your words, because I feared the people and obeyed their voice. Now therefore, please pardon my sin and return with me, that I may bow before the Lord. And Samuel said to Saul, I will not return with you, for you have rejected the word of the Lord, and the Lord has rejected you from being king over Israel. As Samuel turned to go away, Saul seized the skirt of his robe and tore it. And Samuel said to him, The Lord has torn the kingdom of Israel from you this day, and has given it to a neighbor of yours who is better than you. 
and also the glory of Israel will not lie or have regret, for he is not a man that he should have regret. Then he said, I have sinned, yet honor me now before the elders of my people and before Israel, and return with me, that I may bow before the Lord your God. So Samuel turned back after Saul, and Saul bowed before the Lord. Then Samuel said, Bring here to me Agag, the king of the Amalekites. And Agag came to him cheerfully. Agag said, Surely the bitterness of death is past. And Samuel said, As your sword has made women childless, so shall your mother be childless among women. And Samuel hacked Agag into pieces before the Lord in Gilgal. Then Samuel went to Ramah, and Saul went up to his house in Gabeah of Saul. And Samuel did not see Saul again until the day of his death. But Samuel grieved over Saul, and the Lord regretted that he had made Saul king over Israel. My Lord, my God, thank you for your word this morning, Father God. Blatant sin. Family, long before the time of Saul, as we should know, in the days of the wilderness wandering, Israel had been savagely attacked from the rear by the Amalekites, a deed the Lord had promised to avenge someday. We read this in Exodus chapter 17, verses 8 through 16. This time had now come. So Samuel commanded Saul to destroy the Amalekites totally. This is to place this to place them under the ban of holy war. This word under the ban or harem is the Hebrew word H-E-R-E-M. This was a person or thing irrevocably devoted to God. The text terms it devoted to destruction. However, Saul was to spare the Kenites since they had shown kindness to Israel in the wilderness wandering. Saul proceeded to do the bidding of Samuel, but not entirely. When Saul saw the fatness of the Amalekite sheep and the cattle, and when he considered the, the, uh, the enhancement of his own glory and prestige in bringing back Agai, king of Amalek, as prisoner, he could not resist returning them as public exhibits of his leadership. And we've seen it in verse 9. That this was Saul's intent is clear from verse 12, which speaks of Saul's erecting a monument to his own honor at Carmel. When confronted by Samuel, Saul tried to justify his disobedience by claiming that the animals were brought as a sacrifice to the Lord and were brought because of the insistence of the soldiers. But Samuel responded with a statement of principle that is timeless in its application. He said, to obey is better than sacrifice and to heed is better than the fat of rams. So in addition to disobeying, Saul was guilty of rebellion arrogance and rejecting God's word. The result for Saul was the Lord's rejection of him as king, symbolized by Saul's tearing of Samuel's robe. This repudiation of Saul and selection of replacement, David, did not mean that God had misled Samuel or even changed his mind, as indicated in verse 29. Rather, God had from the beginning chosen another, one who would be after his own heart. Though still recognized by the people as their king for about 15 more years, Saul was deposed by the Lord right then and there, and Samuel executed Agai, 
the finality of it was not missed by Samuel. For from that day forward, Samuel never visited the king again, as we've seen in verse 35. The estrangement between Samuel and Saul represents that which now exists in permanent form between the Lord himself and the disobedient king. Though God had permitted Saul to reign in response to the man of the people, that very concession now grieved the heart of the Lord our God. My Lord, my God, in the name of Jesus Christ, my Savior, thank you for being faithful and just. You know the heart of humanity. You know when the call of forgiveness is sincere because of our love for you and the, and the grieving of your heart. Or when it is selfish, merely wanting forgiveness so we don't face punishment and keep our seat in heaven. We cannot fool you, Father God. Your word says, you will continue your steadfast love to those who know you and righteousness to the upright of heart. It is my desire, Lord God, to please you at all times. In the moments that I grieved your heart, you knew my heart even better than I knew it myself. Therefore, I am now here, Father God, laying before you, naked and unashamed, asking you to always search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. This, Father God, I pray also for my brothers and sisters who would agree by saying, Amen. I pray this in the mighty and majestic name of your Son, Jesus, my Lord, my Savior. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Family, do be blessed on today. Be blessed, be encouraged, be inspired. Let the word take you throughout your day. And those of you who do not understand this word, it is your time to call upon the name of Jesus as Lord. And your eyes shall be opened. You shall taste and see that the Lord, your God, our God, he is good and worthy to be praised. We love you, indeed we do. Grace and peace be upon you. And we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. In the meantime, family, be a blessing to those around you. Glory, hallelujah.